Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this long, long Tuesday for me. And for you guys who obviously follow on Instagram, you're going to kind of get the gist of the story. You're going to have already heard it or seen it if you guys watch the video on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're at. But for those of you who are just on the podcast format, I'm going to talk about uh, kind of luxury problems and random acts of kindness all married into one. These are both separate topics that I've talked about before on the podcast individually. They're mandatory minutes. They're actually uh, parts of exercises in my book, Make Success Mandatory. But it's important, so I wanted to touch on it here because it's something that affected me today um, on a level deeper than I even thought it would. And uh, I'm just going to kind of cut to the chase and get right to it. So we all know what random acts of kindness are. Um, I've preached about them before, things I've seen with my old man, myself, other people when I'm out in public. Uh, But today I got a a chance to live it uh, firsthand, like I really have never had it before. And so, story of my day today, um, got up early like always, uh, you know, before 4 o'clock, came into work, uh, put in a good, at this time I've probably been here for 8 hours already. So by the time, this is about 1 o'clock-ish, I had been working for about 8 hours straight with people straight through, video content, everything else we're doing. So, Um, squeezed in a workout. I felt good today, so I pushed it, right? Which this is typically how it works. Um, Heavy back squatting, uh, heavy deadlifting, heavy split squatting, uh, kettlebell swings, supersetted with walking lunges. So again, I'm dripping sweat, exhausted, tired, I'm starving. I just want to get home. Hop in my car. I'm driving probably about three miles, four miles down the road here from uh, my facility. And I just feel something's off of my car. It's kind of veering to the right. Um, when I hit a couple bumps, just seems like it's a little bit shaky, uneven. Maybe it's the bearings, who knows, or maybe it's the tire. Um, I pull into a random gas station parking lot, and sure enough, I have a flat tire. Now, obviously that sucks. It's going to hinder my day and slow me down. But uh, lucky enough for me, I was able to pull into a gas station parking lot, so I'm not actually in the middle of the street doing this. And uh, lucky as well, I know how to change a tire. So I pop the trunk, which is completely full of shit, um, equipment. I have like uh, a, a pull-up bar apparatus in there. We have uh, battle ropes in there. I had a sledgehammer in there. A basketball was in there. Uh, even some mini weights. Uh, two weight vests are in there. A foam roller. About four pairs of shoes. Needless to say, my trunk uh, needed to be cleaned out. So now it's obviously sitting in the back seat of my car. But I get the the jack out and the spare tire out, and I'm just kind of cranking away on it. Uh, end up taking off my tire, which is uh, pretty much dead at this point. And I put on the spare tire. Now, for you guys who know me, um, I'm going to drive this car until basically the wheels fall off. And the car is fine and it works great. And uh, I have uh, the spare tire. My car is a 2008, mind you. And uh, I don't think on this vehicle, on every other vehicle I've done this already. We've changed the tires. We've used a spare. um, We've replaced them on other vehicles. But apparently this is the car that's been great and has never had a flat tire. And uh, I took out the spare. I end up putting it on. And uh, it looks fine to me, and it feels like it's pumped up enough. I literally drive all of about probably 10 feet. Realistically, maybe 20 feet at the most. And I can tell something is is really off and and really not uh, ideal. And uh, I I try to, I'm in this parking lot structure, like taking up like two parking spaces, kind of parked diagonal. I try to back up, and I really feel like something is wrong. And so I stop the car uh, completely, and I pop out. And I noticed that tire is also flat and basically coming off the rim at this point. I just think obviously after you have a spare uh, sitting in a car in the Arizona heat and everything for the better part of 11 years, clearly it is not working. 
And so at this point, I'm like, well, I'm kind of fucked. And uh, I'm hot, I'm sweaty, I'm tired. Things aren't uh, going the way that I planned. So the only other option in my brain is I call my wife. She doesn't answer. She's at work. She's busy doing her thing. I'm like, well, I guess I could take off the spare tire that's flat and put back my normal tire that was you know, not quite as flat on and at least move my car to an area um, that's not taking up two spaces in the middle of all this heavy traffic here. So I go to do that. I'm clearly struggling with it. I'm sweaty. I'm hot. There's a guy behind me who is like, you need some help? And I'm like, no, I think I got it figured out. He clearly sees me struggling. And I have like a normal jack that comes with, uh, you know, the vehicle that you guys have, the small little shitty one. And again, I have everything else for my car. I have like the way that you jump start it is amazing. I have all the other little tools and tricks, like the little jump start uh, kind of energy box. You know, you used to have to connect two cars. Now I can do it automatically. I got it for Christmas. It's great. But my jack situation is completely shit. And so he pulls out um, from the trunk of his car, just a, you know, a nice small Hispanic man uh, comes over, pulls it out. He has like a legit jack, right? This thing is real fucking deal with the hand crank and everything. Pushes up my car in about two seconds, takes off the little shitty spare tire, and then he notices that my other tire is also flat. And I'm like, well, yeah, man, I was just going to kind of put it on just to move the vehicle and then I'll call a tow truck or something. And he's like, actually, there's a discount tire about two blocks down the street because I work um, at this restaurant right a kitty corner from it. So he's like, I'm happy to, to take you over there if you want. I'm like, oh my God, man, like really? I'm like, thank you so much. So we lock my car. I take my tire that needs to be replaced. I stick it in the trunk of his car. He drives me down the street, the two blocks. We stop at discount tire. I check in. They tell me it's going to be a little while. He waits for me for 35 minutes as we're sitting there. And as I'm talking to him during this time, I'm like, thank you so much, man, I truly appreciate it. Do you have to be, do you have to be anywhere? Can you hang out for a little bit? He's like, no, it's fine, this is actually my day off. He works at this place called Ecstasy, which is like a, a breakfast place. And he's a cook there and he goes to work about five o'clock in the morning. And typically he kind of, he bounces out of there around three o'clock. And what he also told me was, and he does this five days a week. And on those same five days a week, he actually works at an Italian restaurant that's probably about 20 minutes away. He starts there about four o'clock and gets off at 11 o'clock. So this guy's working essentially two full-time jobs, five days a week. And again, I don't know his financial situation or, or how he's doing, but clearly if he's doing that, he's hustling to either save up money or pay off debt because those typically aren't super high earning careers. And on his day off, he chooses to hang out with me at Discount Tire for 35 minutes while they repair my tire. And once I get the tire back, I stick it back in his car. He drives me back to my vehicle, which is still sitting at the gas station, and then, and then continues to help me put the new tire on, crank it, tighten the lug nuts, and make sure everything is good to go for me because clearly he has done it um, even more than I have in the past, and he's kind of been through this situation. And I can't tell you guys how grateful I was and how he saved me from 19 different problems today. And as he's going to leave, I'm like, hey, man, I truly appreciate you. My name is Jeremy. I'm giving him the full intro. Here's what I do. I own a business just down the street. If you ever need anything from me, let me know. And hey, here's a hundred bucks. I appreciate you spending an hour of your time with me because I know your time is valuable and you didn't have to stop and help me out. And if you didn't, I'd truly be fucked at this point. And he literally refuses to take the hundred dollars. Like there's nothing I can say. I tried for about three or four minutes, you guys, to hand him the money, to leave it there, to give it to him, to thank him for it. And he literally would not take the money. He just wanted to do a good deed. And all he kept saying was, I do for you today, and maybe sometime you do for me, or you do for someone else, 
or in the future you pay it forward, basically is what he was trying to say. He spoke uh, very broken English. It was hard for me to, to get his name and to communicate with him. Um, but it just goes to show you, when you think the world is shit, uh, when you think the, you know, the economy and the government and people and everybody's out to get you and do you wrong, there is amazing people in the world. And random acts of kindness do exist and they do matter and they do make a huge impact on people in the world. And this is a guy who didn't need to do anything for me. He didn't need to help me. He didn't need to stop. He could have just kept driving and going because I'm sure he was busy and he had stuff to do and wanted to enjoy in his day off. But he chose to take an hour of his time to do some manual labor to help me to do something for me that I literally was struggling with and would have fucked up basically the rest of my day. What he doesn't know is me missing the next, you know, instead of that, obviously that took about an hour and a half out of my day or two hours that I struggled with it. If I would have missed the next five or six hours, that would have cost me hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of dollars um, in revenue from our business and what we were doing. And he doesn't know that. Um, and for me to give him a hundred bucks would be nothing because it would have cost me way more to get a tow truck, to have it taken somewhere, to get the tire replaced. And obviously, you know, had to spend money on Ubers and other things. And so it just goes to show you there are rock stars in the world and I believe in karma. And if you guys do good shit, good shit does pay you back. Now this is a guy who's working two full-time jobs, who's busy as hell, who's a hustler, he's a great human being, and he even chose not to take the money, even though I can almost promise you it would help his financial situation because $100 cash to him is probably a significant amount of money, a lot more significant than it is to me. And that's not to say that I'm, you know, I, I make way more money than him, I'm more successful or anything. That's not what this is about. It's just that $100 is not that important to me. And he's working two full-time jobs in the food and service industry, and I can promise you it would have been a great deal to him, but he refused to take it because he just wanted to do a good deed because it was the right thing to do. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know I have a podcast. He doesn't know I have social media on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all these things. He doesn't know I have a monster email list and I run a business where I know you know thousands of people who could help him out at, at the drop of a dime and I'd be happy to do it. No. He wanted to remain anonymous. He wanted to just be a guy who did, did the right thing because it was the right thing to do. So again, you guys, random acts of kindness do matter. Today, as I drove away, two flat tires, stuck in a random gas station parking lot, sweating my ass off, super tired, super hungry, my legs were smoked, and then along comes an act of kindness from a total stranger. And the takeaway is, if you guys do good shit, you try to help people in your normal life, it will pay you back when you least expect it. I do believe karma is a real thing. I do believe if you do awesome shit in the world, awesome shit does pay you back. And oftentimes it's when you least expect it. Now, again, is, is that a huge problem for me to get two? I mean, two flat towers is a little bit ridiculous back to back and then have it die. And, and like, and I wish I could, could have photoed where the car stopped at, where I couldn't move it from. Just the most awkward situation where people like really can't get gas and they can't use the parking space. I literally just... I literally just fucked it up completely as, as I tried to move it. But um, even with that said, it's a luxury problem. It's a luxury that it died in a place that's in between my house and my work. It's a luxury that I was able to pull it into a gas station parking lot. It's a luxury that I had the money to go buy a new tire at the drop of a dime and even able to offer a guy who helped me a hundred bucks. But I want you guys to hear this when I say it. These acts like this are powerful. I think you guys will notice if you look at my Instagram and Facebook, the amount of comments of people liking it and sharing it and giving their two cents about it. Because we know these things go on, but we don't talk about them enough, especially when they do. And it's real. And they shape us as humans and who we are and how we think and how we move and what we do moving forward. And I think it's a lot of the reason why I am the way I am today. Now, we're all selfish as fuck. And I'm, I'm guilty of it as well, you guys, with 
with my time, with my resources, with my money. I try not to be. I try to do things. I try to give without expecting anything in return. But because of what I do for a living in a business, we typically do think, get things in return, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I try to give without the expectation of receiving anything back. And I, I've shared this story before on other podcasts, and we have it on the Minute Series. When I was a kid, again, we grew up in Minnesota, freezing cold, um, in a neighborhood where you know nobody really made a lot of money, nobody had a lot of amazing resources, and, and, and we as a family didn't have a lot of shit either. And I remember we did have a snowblower and a lot of other families didn't. And one of the, the most impressive things I ever watched my old man do was he would snowblow our driveway, but he'd also do the guy across the street because they're old and they didn't have one. And he would do the neighbor next door because they were old and they didn't have one. And he would do somebody else down the street. He would do multiple people's driveways. And my dad is a blue collar guy. He worked probably 70, 80 hours a week for the better part of 30 fucking years and never had a bunch of money. He wasn't in like, you know, this peak great physical condition, but he would do these selfless things for other people. He did the same thing in the summertime. He'd mow people's lawns who couldn't. He would do it for my mom, which was his ex-wife. He would snow blow her driveway because I was a lazy little shit and I wouldn't do it when I was 10, 11, 12, 13. He would go over and help mow her lawn. He would put her where, guys, we, we didn't have central air. We had window air conditioners for you guys who are familiar. My dad would you know, wake me up at the crack of dawn and be like, hey, you're going to help me put the window air conditioner in at your mom's place. And so it's him doing random acts of kindness for A, his ex-wife, which very few people would do, but two, for neighbors across the street, down the street, and you know, so on through the neighborhood. And those, me seeing that on some level affected me cellular and makes me probably the person I am today. And this guy today, stopping to help me when I'm busy and I have 19 things to do, and I'm sure he does as well, he has no idea the impact that's gonna have on me moving forward. Not only today for the podcast and for the videos and stuff that we share so you guys can hear it and be mindful of it. So maybe if you see somebody with a flat tire or somebody struggling or needs help, you stop and help them if you have the opportunity to. But what I'm willing to do forward, and I'm gonna think about this every time we do an adoptive family. Can we do more? Can we give more? Can we help more? Can I stop somebody? Do I have 14 extra minutes to stop and help this guy who was struggling like I was one time? So it's not, it, you, the key is don't let it die today. I'm not gonna let his good deed and his good fortune, him paying it forward, die with me. I am going to do the same thing to somebody else and over and over and over because the casket effect that he had today he has no idea how big it's going to be because I have, I would argue, a bigger voice, more influence, more reach than he does. But by his act affecting me essentially like a disease and a virus in a positive way, I'm going to spread it to you guys and everybody else if I can because I do think it matters. And that's what makes us human. That's what connects us and what makes us awesome, kick-ass, badass human beings. And I'll say this to you guys before I let you go. If you have the opportunity to do something like that, please do it. It is one of the, the most selfless things you can do by giving somebody your time, your effort, your energy, and your money if you have the resources to do it. And it is a selfless thing, but selfishly, it does something to us. It changes us. It gives us a high. It makes us feel a certain way that very few things can. I feel better when we adopt a family and we give money to people at Christmas time and Thanksgiving time when we buy them Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner than I do when I go buy myself a fancy dinner with my wife at a steakhouse. Now that's nice too because we worked hard for the money and we earned it, but I don't feel as good inside as I do when I give to someone else. And so if you have the opportunity to give your time, effort, energy, and your money to others, please do that. If you're busy, it's the little things you guys. Send, you know, sending a friend a text, giving them a call, sending them a message, just reminding them of a good time you had. It's the little shit that we do that we just kind of go through life and we forget that we have the power to change other people's lives by making them laugh, 
reminding them of a positive memory, buying you know somebody a coffee when you didn't have to, you just did it because you felt like you wanted to pay it forward to somebody else. And again, literally doing things for your neighbors who maybe be elderly or don't have the same resources that you do, letting them borrow a ladder or a lawnmower or doing the work for them just because you're young, you're powerful, you're strong. It's why I do value health and fitness because we're the healthiest of them all, we're the fittest of them all, and we have the resources and the means to do things that other people can't do. And so if our fitness and all these things we train for just dies in the gym, what is it worth? And so it's not just about being fit and healthy and happy and training and being a rock star. It's taking that gift and giving it back to other people in the community that you live in and everywhere you go. So if you guys can pay it forward, please do. And just know uh, most people truly appreciate it at a level that they probably can't even convey because I know this guy is probably not listening to the Jeremy Scott Fitness podcast. I tried to tell him about it and I told him he'd be on it. But uh, I think it got lost in translation. So just know, you guys, random acts of kindness do exist, and they do matter. And your friends, your family, your brother and sister, and your kids especially, they do see those things. And I always say this all the time. My dad probably didn't teach me more than you know a handful of you know verbal lessons because he's not a real uh, verbal guy. But seeing his actions and practice and seeing what he did and, and what my mom did and my grandma and grandpa did, not so much what people say, but it's what they do and how they live their lives and how they give back to other people. It's a powerful thing and it, and it shapes us and it changes us and you all have the power to do that. And it, and it takes so little effort. Um, you have no idea. Sometimes just literally stopping and doing what my man did today changes the scope of my day and, uh, and what I'm going to do forward as well in terms of helping people, even more than I do already. So... Hopefully you guys enjoy that. Again, the full video will be on the YouTube page if you're watching right now. We have a shorter version on IGTV and also Facebook if you guys want to check it. But uh, that was my random Tuesday today on my way home, which literally um, could have been 14 you know, times worse than it was. But uh, because of a random dude who said, hey, I, I see this guy struggling and I'm going to help him out, um, he changed the scope of my day. And so I thank him for that and I thank you guys for listening. So. Anything else you guys want to hear in the podcast, shoot me a DM, uh, hit me up. I'm happy to record if I can. I got a lot of real stuff coming down the pipe, but I do think stories like this are powerful and they matter. So I wanted to give it to you. And uh, hopefully if you find yourself in a rough situation, you find uh, an awesome badass dude to help you as well. Or if you're on the flip side of it, if you see somebody struggling, just stop and, uh, and help them out because you have the power to do it. And uh, you never know what, you, what agony and pain and misery and, uh, and things you're saving them from. And uh, it'll change their life. I promise you it will. So if you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star. Leave a comment. I truly appreciate it. And tell your friends this is the greatest fucking podcast on the internet, and they should listen to it. Um, I thank you guys. That's, that's your way of paying it forward to me, and I truly do appreciate you for listening and sharing it. It does mean the world to me, and uh, we can all be badass people and spread positive, amazing messages, and we can make the world a, a better place than, uh, than we left it. So. Anything else you guys want to hear, hit me up. Otherwise, until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. And if you can, pay it forward and give a random act of kindness to somebody else in your community because I promise you the casket effect you have by doing that goes far beyond your reach can even imagine. Have a great night, you guys, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.